Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Talking Cop on this Thursday night. I'm Gav, that's Davo, that's Shawnee, and we're here to talk about the Premier League. Big welcome to Brody LFC, who's just become a member. That's just flashed up on my screen. Fair play to you. Um, Premier League, lots going on. Lots of games last night. One game tonight is finished. Everton have beaten Newcastle. One game is about four minutes from finishing. Um, West Ham currently lead Spurs 2-1 at Dwight Hart Lane Spurs Tottenham Stadium. Whatever it's called. It's one of those. Um, I think I've covered all the bases. But um, let's start at last night. Let's start at last night. And last week, um, I think it was on this show, we were talking about Villa and how good they are and how good they look. And... Um, they showed it last night with a 1-0 win against Man City. Totally deserved. Absolutely totally deserved. It wasn't a smash and grab. It was brilliant from Villa. I want to give them the credit, but I also want to talk about City's form because City now sit with three wins and nine in the Premier League. Um, no win in four. Um, and I think it's three points from the last four games. So it's, you know, it's not the best from City. Shawnee, a bit of a mix here. Well done to Villa. But I thought City were appalling um, for as good as good as Villa were. Brilliant game and a, and a and a bit of a statement win, I think, for Villa. In fairness, I think that's a statement win from Villa. It's the statement wins, and I thought it was more of a statement performance because they trampled all over City. They ran all over. Now, obviously, I was watching Liverpool, so you kind of had two two boys on, uh, like kind of keeping an eye on them. As soon as Liverpool blew up, I flicked it on and. I can on Saturday when Spurs were playing City at home, I put on a WhatsApp group, Villa will beat them midweek. Yeah. And, and I don't know, I just, look, Shane sitting there, Davos sitting there with fucking dubs top on, they done five, six in a row. I think in, in any sport, if anyone is doing all that trick four in a row, it's it's a serious feat because I think that the, Questioning of ability goes out the window. It, if you're winning that many titles in a row, it, it's down to an unbelievable mentality, which is very, very difficult to sustain after them winning everything last year. Um, and I think what's glossed, well, not that it's glossed over, I think people are starting to talk about it now. They lost some big leaders in, in the dressing room last year and big players who, like Gundogan, like fucking turned into Prime Zidane. Every March, April, May for, for City, they pulling them out of fires all over the place, fucking 
late goals, big important goals in, in, in huge games. Doing it years. And and Mares is another one who would always pop up as well. And Sterling as well. I know he left a couple of years, but just another player who would pop up and gone. Gone from the ranks and um Oh, there's a penalty sorry, there's a penalty show here in this West Ham game. Anyway, from- fuck them. De Bruyne Bruyne as well being out like like just massively influential players and like it's only when you look at it like City's squad is fucking razor thin now I don't think it's what it used to be and it's starting to show now um, that Wayne in big time even some of the games in the Champions League I watched some they were questionable they'd like turnarounds and that but they're being out running it's not like them so I'm not really surprised by the result last night, to be honest, but, uh, yeah, like, wouldn't call it exactly a fucking Ed Moyes, but long may it continue. Yeah, Davo, like, when you, when you look at, um, when you look at last night, um, and I really do want to get into the City stuff, but, but just on Villa, the way they play it, like, we, we've spoken so many times about teams that turn up against City and they're nearly beaten before they walk out on the pitch. They're nearly beaten before the whistle, whistle goes, right? And it's like, you can see it because after three and four minutes, they're gone. There's one, they're one nil down. And that's, that's the, that's the, that's the game over. Do you know the sort of way? But when you watch Villa last night, and like, I'm like Shawnee, as soon as the, as soon as the Liverpool game was over, I was straight on and stuck this on last 25 minutes. <clears throat> but I watched the, I watched the highlights back this morning and Villa were just so aggressive in what they were doing. Like they were winning ball high up the pitch. If, if they didn't, if, if City managed to break the press, they were walking their ass off to get back into position and get back into shape. When they won it, when they won it, they weren't like, you know, or like just trying to pass it around, hope to keep it. They were real direct against them. And, and it has to be a template to have for other teams to come out against them. You might lose, but have a fucking go against them because I think there is frailties in City, both in the starting 11. At times, and definitely in in the backup and the, and the subs that they have, they were missing four players last night. Um, they, they couldn't fill a full bench. It, it's it's a bit mad when you actually think about it when you look at it. Yeah, he's a bit. He, Guardiola is a bit mad like that. Like, why, why would you why would you not bring up two or three young and, and get them the experience and bring them on the bench rather than fucking like leaving kind of gaps? Do you know, like them being struggling to fucking to fill a bench. It would be. He's a bit weird like that sometimes, but yeah, look, Villa, Villa won the ball back 13 times in, in, in the City half last night um, for being aggressive. Like Bailey was a bit more central. He tried to get up aside Watkins. Um, and look, look, I was the same. Obviously, watch Liverpool flick that over. Um, but like, they, like, every stat was for Villa. Like, more shots, more fucking, like, more everything. And like you said, it has to be a template. Like, if you don't have a goal to they're eventually going to fucking wear you down, you down and beat you. Yeah. yeah, they'll grind you down and fucking they'll get a goal. They'll get that goal where they, they tick-tack around, they get to the boil and they roll it across, someone taps it in. They'll get that They'll get that template goal. So, yeah, look, Emery's a fucking brilliant manager. He's a brilliant paper. Like, he gets the good evening thing and all that and when he was at Arsenal and stuff like that. Listen, he fucking, he, he, don't, he, don't, he don't grand at Arsenal. You're all league final and, and uh, finished higher than they they did on a Wenger and was, uh, he only lasted a year, didn't he? Before they gave him the fucking, yeah. before they gave him the bullet. Yeah. So he wasn't given any time to kind of put it in a place. Like you remember him, remember Czech trying to be playing out from the back and stuff like that, and it was it was a real fucking like Czech was coming to the end anyway. 
of his career. He, he wasn't that goalkeeper and he was having fucking kittens. The crowd were having fucking kittens. But you, you give a manager as good as him a bit of time and he'd have definitely made the difference at Arsenal, I think, anyway. But yeah, look, an absolute template. Why not have a go? Why not have a go? Because they'll beat you if you don't. It's... um. <clears throat> all you can do is all I think all you can do is he praise on Villa last night because I think the mm. brave it would they were very brave on what they done. You know, it would have been very easy for Villa to go out there last night and say, Right, listen, we've had a really good run. Um these are the best team in the country. Um and we don't you know, it, it draws a good result, you know, it keeps us kind of moving and it doesn't kind of burst that bubble. But Shawnee, looking at City, um we all know how good Rodri is, but I think the example of how good Rodri is was shown last night because I think he makes he makes Man City walk going forward and he makes Man City walk going backwards. And last night, from the highlights I've seen in the last 25 minutes, half an hour, whatever it was, they were just completely and utterly lacking in a fella to stand in the middle of the pitch and orchestrate going forward and cover everything going back. And he looked so disjointed. Like he's such a big loss in him. Now he'd be back at the yeah. weekend, but it just Bravo. I think it shows he's 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 off the wall good. He's not anymore. Ah, he is. I'm telling you now. Have you been watching him this year? Yeah, and what I've noticed about him this year, more more than the defensive what I've stuff. From this year is I'm getting ghosted. By yeah, but, but what I've noticed about him this year is I think he's become an awful lot better. Uh orchestrating things when 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 they have the ball at the back and he just finds the space and pings them off and I think honestly Sean I don't think they lose that game last night with him in there but they haven't won a game in the previous fucking three yeah I, I understand that but when you look at I, him I overall look, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll take it I'll take what you have come on I love Rod, I love Rodri as a player but he, he, look, he looks a bit played Fabinho to me this year he looks like he's running in Trigger. He honestly he looks like he's talking about around now he's not you wouldn't have him down as the most mobile, but he was wearing and a he's, parachute. He's getting loads of yellows. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's, it's do you think it's down to him being left in there to do an awful lot? Uh, I I just think it's fucking. It's the same as look. I, it's the same as after when we done a sixty game season the year previous. Just tired. Just looks bollocks. And it, like you said, there's no like they've Calvin Phillips there who like pointless. Getting no minutes. Yeah. Like he's not using them. He doesn't rotate. Yeah. The only time Rodri is rested is when he's he's suspended or injured. Like he he used to be so like he used to be that little bit sharp or clever where he could get away with the cynical fouls, but he's getting caught every time now. Mm. He's getting caught every time. Like the, the Chelsea game, late in the Chelsea game. Like he's fucking shocking in the last ten minutes. I know he gets the late goal, but he. Sh- What's the last 10 minutes of that Chelsea game? He's like Matt Letizia now running around. He yeah, gives away the panel, doesn't he? But my thing on him is, my thing on him is, is that, and the Gravenberts one is a great example, right? Where Gra- yeah, Gravenberts, I mean, Gravenberts just goes, I'm going past you and you're not keeping up with me and he goes by him. I'm okay with that, right? That's just really good play from Gravenberts and your, your point probably stands a little bit. He's tugging a fucking bow here. But the interesting thing about it is, is that when you go by him, there's fuck all around them to help him. No. Like Bernardo Silva's jogging team. back on, ah, Rodri will deal with that. And there's nobody helping him. And that's why yeah. John Stones was considered a huge loss because Stones could see yeah. the, the dangers and, and kind of cover him. But, but that's where, that's where they were starting to get at City. Get beyond him. It's a bit like, um, your man that was with United and Chelsea, Matic. 
It was a Matic, wasn't that his name? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. a really good player. But if you got beyond him, there was nobody fucking helping him. It was like, ah, oh, he's in the yeah. middle and he's great. He's brilliant. And maybe, yeah. maybe that's where teams are looking at Ashani and going, let's get the other side of him and it'll definitely give us chances because they're not, they're not cleaning up after him. It's mad, like what, because, like, fucking, the, the thing is, when, like, when we were in toilet races, I see the most you're hoping for is away from home, probably drawing the game by not being yeah. able to break games down because, they were so fucking solid defensively. But, like, even your man Vardy, I rate him. I think he's a very good player, but he's struggling. He's struggling where he's playing. And John McGinn, John McGinn pinned him on that left wing or that yeah. or Villa's right yeah. for the last 20 minutes yeah. that game last night. I've never seen that like it. It was and fucking insane. Fucking, you can just tell something's wrong at City because look at the look at last week, the goal they conceded against Spurs. Like, Doku is the last man defending Son on a break. So, something's not right there. He looks susceptible to that. And like, again, John Stones, brilliant last year. And fucking everyone waxing lyrical about him, pottering around in the middle when he loads of the ball and fucking being this and that and, and invert the centre back playing fucking centre mid. Look at him in there last night. He was chasing shadows. He was nowhere near the game because yeah. it's a completely different ask playing that role when you're playing in a team that has 90% of the ball. And let's be honest, City last year, it, they, they get that fucking, it's that aura where teams are nearly beaten before they already go out on the pitch and it's kind of like fucking damage limitation from the whistle. Not last night. Villa had a go and they were on the back foot straight away. And the, you start to see like frailties in players like that. You know what I mean? And it, that, it, it's like, what's it? Who's the famous boxer? You'll be out I can't remember who. I think it was Marvin Hackler saying, it's hard to grow up in the morning when you're fucking sleeping in silk pajamas like to grow up and do the road work. They've been there, done that, won everything, done the dance gap. Like, even if they want to win everything, subconsciously, you're losing a yard or two yards or three yards. And that's massive at that level. And it's really starting to show. Now, am I saying City are finished and they're done? No, because I still feel like they are that fucking type of team who, who can put 12, 13 together on the spin and just, and just be backing it. And look, all things considered, I think that's six points off the top, which is... It's not a lot at this stage no, of the season. Not not especially not especially with this period of play, yeah, that's yeah. going in, yeah. I, I do feel like um I don't know, it's like it's like a change in the guard coming for City and a lot of the senior players who probably they would have relied heavily on at getting getting a little bit getting on a little bit like like De Bruyne is out indefinitely. There's no return day for him. You don't know when he's gonna come back. And the reason why he's so badly injured is because they rushed him back to begin with. They rushed him back to playing the Champions League final when when his hamstring is just fucking yeah, completely and, and fucking fell off. Yeah, but whatever, whatever about that, don't fucking try and get him fit for the first game of the season. Leave him until fucking yes. October and then they exactly. fucking, they got him back for that and then he, it obviously popped on him again. I, I, do, I think teams are spending a bit of blood with him. I just yeah. say, you know what, fuck yeah. it, we'll have, a, we'll have a go. Johnny mentioned Gundogan there earlier. Look, he, he was the one for me that, like, He'd get an important goal. He'd get the first goal in the game for City if they were struggling to break someone down or something like that. He'd always pop up with a goal. Yeah. Late runs from midfield and all that. He's obviously gone. And then the one for me, who, who I think, listen, I don't watch fucking loads of them because they bar me, but the one for me, even last night on the bits of saying that's absolutely stinking the gaff out was Ruben Diaz. I think he's been fucking atrocious. Fellas, I just ghost and passed him. He looks like he couldn't fucking... He, Fellas brushing off and bouncing yeah, but, but out Davo, of the way. Davo, I think he's being really poor. But this comes this comes back to the whole thing about Rodri. And if you remember rightly, going back to and if you want to make the comparison with Liverpool, 
when Fabinho looked like, as Sean, he said, he was running in treacle or mm. pulling a boat or running with a parachute behind him, right? What happens is you get the other side of them and immediately our central defenders are under pressure because they've numerous players running at them. Which, where do we fucking go? And we've seen it with Van Dijk and Matip and Kanate and all sorts last season when Liverpool were being overran or people were getting beyond the midfield. The midfield weren't covering each other, couldn't make it back to, to recover the ball. So your, your, your back four was literally playing four on four. If not, you know, five against four defenders at times. And that's, it feels to me like that's happening a little bit at City. Now, you have to be cautious in this because I think Sean is right. City could turn around and go, you know what, we're going to unbash on one at the weekend and we're going to go and win 10 in a row so you can keep up. Right, look, Klopp said it last night. He just goes, if you're right in City, yeah, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. So, no, I'm not right. I'm not right in City. No, you know, just but, Klopp said in general, it'd be the worst thing you could do is yeah. write them off. Yeah, no, that's, that's 100%. And, and mm. no, I don't think anyone's writing them off. I just think, this infallible aura and, you know, presence that you have may be on the wane a little bit. And it probably leads me into my next question, Davo, and I'll stick with you. Does, how much of a, how much of a boost does it give to the likes of it right now at Liverpool and at Arsenal? Where they look and go, we're winning and they're drawing. And now is the time to put, absolutely put the pedal down. And, you know, let's, let's get through to the fourth, second week in January or through to that, winter break we have without getting defeated and see where we are because I'm going to say it if Liverpool are top and are nine points clear of Man City on the 20th of January and Liverpool come back after the break City aren't catching them they just aren't it's just not happening how big of a boost is it for them to look it's it's a it's a massive boost particularly at the minute because I actually just happened to just come across this tweet today it's actually I think it's actually from a Man City fan and he was just kind of putting up this fixture as that. Like, obviously, look at ourselves. We play uh, United, Arsenal and Newcastle, albeit to trade them at home in the next five. Um, Arsenal play ourselves and one other. I can't remember who Villa. Arsenal You play, play Villa, I'm Yeah, and I think City's run of games is absolutely a piece of piss. So, basically, I, th- I think it's I think it's, it's probably... It's important. We started off, we had a tough run, I thought. Our, like our kind of fucking schedule or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Our fixtures, I thought, were tough. We're after getting ourselves in a great position, considering we're obviously after taking off Stamford Bridge at James's Park, a couple of Eddie other had. tough ones. Eddie had um, getting all them out of the way. Do you know what I mean? So I just think coming up now, as like you said there, if we can get to New Year's Eve, if we can get the New Year's Day. I'm at top of the league and we're a few points ahead of City. It's like someone said in the chat there, are they going to have the stomach for it? If they go, if this side goes nine behind ourselves and nine behind Arsenal, I don't know whether they will. They didn't have the stomach that has it. When we won the league, yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was very apparent. Like, I think Wolves beat them at, Wolves beat them and we won or we'd already after winning and then Wolves beat them at the, at the Etihad and, it was like the towel came in. I think we went 11 clear or something like that. And that was the towel. The towel was I in think, and done. I think if they were 9 behind Arsenal, they might look at it. But mm. I think if they go 9 behind Liverpool, as much as Klopp is saying, don't write them off, and he's right, mm. I think where the all in his head is looking at Liverpool and going, there's my target. He's not he, His target isn't Arsenal right now. His target is Liverpool. Because he knows he has to keep up with them. He knows. I'm, I'm telling you now, he knows. If he, if he goes, he's, I think he's... What is he? What is he? Three offers now, or whatever it is. It's nothing. Fuck all in it. But he knows if this goes seven, eight, nine, he just knows what Liverpool are going to do. And, 
yeah. you know, and he, and, he, and he looked back to 1920 where he goes, they went eight, nine, ten ahead of us and he just kept going. And before we knew it, we were fucking 20 points behind them. Listen, we're, we're, we're great front runners and we're great chasers as well, God, because we chased them fucking down every, every fucking second of the, of them mm. toilet races when we mm. went to the, when it went to the war. And obviously he knows how good a front runner we are because we squares the life out of the league after fucking three months. Uh, when we won it, so he knows we're capable of doing both. I think he's very fearful of us. Um, we're obviously not. I know, listen, Coyle Walker was a bit snoidy when he was asked, comparing us this team to, to, to the teams of Alan. He said, nowhere near, but I don't think they're at City are nowhere near um, yeah. what they were last year as well. So, I mean, listen, it was mentioned like 80 odd points could win the league this year. That's, listen, I. I would have taken your hand off our Champions League at the start of the year. Not knowing what way we would be regarding new midfield coming in, a lot of uh, ins and outs and a lot of changes. And some quite late, like we weren't expecting to lose Fabinho and Henderson and whatnot. But what would kill me is if Arsenal won the league with 84, 85 points. That, that, like, this team is capable of getting that. So, look, if some team went out, be it City or Arsenal, and got 92, 93, and you go, right. Hands up, slaves up. He's were fucking. He's were excellent. He's got over the ninety yeah. points. But if someone, if someone's holding that league title up at that win, they were eighty four, eighty five points. That and it's not us. I'd be fucking puking. Yeah, I think. I think to be honest with you, if if Liverpool and Arsenal ended up being the two, and I'm not saying they will be, I think City will still be in there for you. But I think if Arsenal and Liverpool were to end up the two, more than one on eighty seven, eighty eight. I'd say fair enough because I'm absolutely fine with Arsenal yeah. Liverpool. Arsenal winning it. Arsenal winning the No, I'm just so saying from Arsenal a point of view. I'm, saying, I'm just saying from a point of view of a title race. I'm okay with Liverpool and Arsenal going up, and whoever wins it wins it. I just don't. Want, I just oh, every bar of me doesn't want City there because I fucking mm. despise them for loads of reasons. Um, but look, well, we're, we're not. Like, we're talking about them having the gut now, but again, like you, I think you can question their quality a little bit because look, in the years when we went 99, 97 points and we didn't win the league, we go to Etihad and play out of our skins and come away with nothing. I think in both games they beat us. The, the one Aguero runs off Lovren on the front post and Mane is cleared off the line. Like mm. We went there and played brilliantly and got beaten. We're we went there back there a few weeks ago and I don't think we are great at all. And they couldn't no. beat us. We got a draw. And I think that says more about them as well. That's that's mm. just that's the way we feel about it. like and it's not a it's not a, a thing of overlooking Arsenal. Like I I still have more questions than answers about Arsenal. I question Arteta, I think he's made a complete bollocks in the goalkeeper situation. It's coming home to roost now because Ray is not good enough and Ramsdale's out of sorts. So and that's gonna kill them. We know how important like you win nothing without a goalkeeper. You don't win league titles without a top level goalkeeper. Even the year Leicester winner, fucking Schmeichel is playing out of his skin. He's brilliant. He's saving them points. He's he's picking up results here and there. Like we still have Klopp. That's the X factor for me. We have Klopp. We have Van Dijk. We have Ali. Um we've Mao who's who's still at the races and we've enough quality in there and hunger. And players with experience, like McAllister woke up when Sabozloy is, is decent, won a couple of trophies at, at Leipzig. Like, we can't be written off either. We're at the point that, we, we, like, like Davo said, I'd that fucking snatch your hand off to just be in the Champions League next year. We're at the sleepwalking ourselves into a tight race here. 
Like mm. I, I think we can be better. Like there's games we've been shunned. Didn't think we were even great last night. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade Two. Play it now with Game Pass. We were Honest we were just seven out of ten last night. Dominated it. Yeah. And should have took more chances. Really, I think that's that's yeah. a fair assessment of it. Mm. Um, come here. Look, I'm sure we'd be here in four six weeks time. We definitely will be here in four six weeks time. Going right. All them bleeding games out of the way. This is where we stand. I just think right now, I think Liverpool and Arsenal should receive a massive boost from what's going on at City and should look to not put so much put their foot on City's throat, but look to put their foot on everyone else's throat in the next six league games. I know we play each other and we play each other right at the start of February as well. And I stand by it. I think those two games could go, could actually go to deciding who wins the title if City are going to continue in this form. Um, and that sounds like an obvious thing to say, but I think if Arsenal go to Anfield and get something, they'll feel, right, we're over a bit of a hoodoo here. Um, yeah. And, you know, then they have us at the Emirates and that, that could be a, a, a real massive, massive, massive game. But right now, right nobody off. Villa are up there, you know, and you said it was before the show, look at the state of this fucking league table. You said it, Shawnee. And it's just loads of people are taking points off, loads. Teams are going through these three and a four wins in a row and then they've Fall off a cliff for two games and get back. United are three behind City for folks. Yeah, yeah. United are three behind City and like have no right to be there. Um, United Pam everything at home, right? And then they get battered in the most one-sided one nil I've ever seen in my life. And then everything torn Newcastle over tonight three nil. Like, it's just it's just a case of when you come to play these teams. I saw a bit of United and Chelsea last night and it could have been it. Honest to God, it could have been it. Listen, yeah. match, of the, match of the day had a kind of heavily weighted chances for United, but fuck me, every time Chelsea broke, particularly in the first half, particularly in the first half. The first Yaman, half, because I looked at the stats and United had about Yaman, 15 Yaman, shots the first half. Yeah, yeah, but Yaman, Yaman Mudrick broke away about fucking four times and the fella, like, for fuck's sake, like, he, he frightened, remember he came on against Milner and that guy, yeah, he yeah. frightened the bollocks out of me at Anfield. He fucking roused Milner, roused him and, and like, he's, he's fucking lighting it quick, but it doesn't look like he's a brain in his fucking head because... Like it could have been it. Honest to God, like you know, it could have been it could have been far three a half time. To, you know, it. I'm not joking. Like and, and Chelsea could have been ahead of half time. And Bro, Bro like, misses a header at the last minute. Doesn't he hits the bar? Hits the post with a header, and then fucking yeah. Look, they they broke on them numerous times. Oh man, I was at it again actually for that Chelsea goal as well last night. Absolutely stuck in the mud trying to get across the fucking goal. Yeah. Wow, wow. Yeah, yeah it's, um, but do you know the thing about what is Gav? One thing you know, it haven't a dra- haven't drawn a game since April. And it yeah. just shows you how uh, overrated draws are. Yeah. How, how overrated yeah. they are. They're not worth the wank. I think when it comes to this period of games, like Liverpool have like Palace obviously away. Then they have the Europa League game um, mm. in Belgium, which they, they can do what they like with. Uh, then they play United. Then they play West Ham in that quarter final of the Carabao Cup. And then it's Arsenal. And I think from a Liverpool point of view, and we'll move away from them in a minute, but from Liverpool's point of view, Liverpool should be looking at this and going, right, we have a bit of a freebie on Thursday. Let's just go and win at Palace early and set out our stall for the weekend. Let's go to 
Belgium and do whatever we want to do and be absolutely ready to go fucking hell for letter of this United team because they're going to come out and they're going to sit. There's no doubt in my mind. They're just going to sit there and they're going to see what they can get over because they won't open up because memories of last year will come flooding back and they'll get played. Yeah, you know, that's a counter-packing team anyway. Yeah, of course, yeah, of course, yeah. Um, but we'll see. Um, I think I just think it's a big chance for Arsenal and Liverpool to really lay down a marker um, right up until this winter break in January the 6th or 7th or whenever that FA Cup game is. I think it's that FA Cup game is the last game. Before is there a break, break after that, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a break then. Liverpool's last game is on the 7th, which is a Sunday, I think, half 40. Ars, Arsenal. Arsenal, half 40. And then they have a break until the 20th or the 24th. Everyone gets a break. Um, but look, the other end of the table. Um, I want, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about the sack race, who you think might go. And I think, I think you, you were on, Dunner was on, Keith was on. Um, what might be money use? And we were kind of picking who do you think will go? And, I think the Bournemouth manager was being touted, but Keith picked Cooper at Forest. And Forest have been beaten at home by Everton at the weekend, and they've been absolutely trampled on by Fulham last night. Um, this has to be heating up now. This, you know, this is where it gets, oh, hold on, festive period, we're in shite, we need a change. Davo, I'm not too sure if it was you on that show that night, but is there anybody down there where you really, really fear for them? Or is Cooper the one? Was Keith right? Yeah, listen, I do think Cooper is the one, but like the Forest fans are singing his name after the game last night and a 3 0 down. Uh, the Forest fans are singing his name. Uh, I've seen a fan on Twitter getting stick for fucking basically giving the two fingers to the team when they come over and clapped. And he actually responded to it was just a random yoke, look at this agent in the hat. And he goes, Yeah, that's me. He just goes, I'm. I'm having a pop at them because they're after getting the best manager we've had for fucking 15 years fucking sacked uh, by that showy performance that they're putting in. Now, he hasn't been sacked um, yet. And I thought his interview was very good. Very, uh, He was he was very honest and down to earth. And like, you kind of felt what he was like. He just basically said, listen, all I'm concerned about is what's best for, the, for this football club. And I, thought, I actually thought he came across uh, brilliant, to be honest with you. And it just has me thinking with all that and with the fans that maybe this is rock bottom for them and they can start climbing back up and they might and sack them. Now, I don't know whether that's going to be the case. I saw a bit of them against Everton. They probably deserved the point. Um, like they had a stonewall penalty not given. Um, and obviously then, look at last night, there was, but they have a couple of shy bags playing. Do you know what I mean? They're off that banishing two the centre-halves. The two English lads actually are a Scottish fella and English fella, so it's not even going to the... You know, you usually get maybe the, the fucking mercenary that's in from on a load of money that's at the town of town. It's the Scottish fella and your man uh, Warrell have been fucked out. So I don't know what's going on there. Obviously, a couple of bad eggs, but um, yeah, there's a few shy bags playing with them that are geek. Obviously, so I just think that. What listen, way would you I, have that up? Yeah, I just, I think, I think, yeah, uh, I'd like, to, I'd like to see him stay because I think the, I, I think the players are playing for him and the fans are still with him. So, yeah. and that new manager bounce, like, there's, there's kind of no guarantees. I think the teams last year that made the changes it didn't work. So, I'd, yeah. I'd like to think Cooper could hang around. Yeah, he was, he used to be uh, with Liverpool in the youth anyway, didn't he? So, I'd like to see him. Yeah, a couple of people are, are saying there he's being linked with the Palace job because Hodgson's under big pressure. I know Shane says rumours are if they don't get results this weekend against Wolves, mm. he will be out of a job. Shawnee, it's definitely time where people are going to start, you know, um, shiting themselves, is probably the best way to put it, and will make changes. Cooper is probably the obvious one in there. 
Hodgson with Palace just seemed to be like yeah, flatlining. Were a mad one. Oh yeah, he said they're, they're being. Uh, what was the fans, yeah. yeah, they've been yeah. spoiled. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. Um, um, that's a, but that, but that's a couple of weeks after I'm having a go with the players as well. Hodgson, the young players, yeah. the but this is the same Hodgson yeah. after three yeah. 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 the Derby defeat said it was Liverpool's best performance of the season. So you know what I mean? Like he's not he on the same plan as us. I think it was it he played Spurs early in the season and he comes out and fucks all the young lads under the bus. I couldn't yeah, believe yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a mad one. And I was thinking Hodgson a bit long in the tooth to be going on like that. I don't know, but look, obviously fucking heck and bottom goals, so you kind of start a, a potential fucking domino effect in terms mm. of managers going out the door. But I'd imagine that chairman would be looking at the bottom tree going, How bad do we have to be to go down here? Because yeah. That and that might just stop them pulling the trigger on, on, on an appointment like that because like Forrest were in a worse position last year mm. at the start of the season and they stood by a man Cooper. So I don't know, like who are you gonna bring in? Are you gonna spend loads of money and try to get someone like Rafa in the door or something? Like what like are you gonna go gangbusters and fucking bring someone in who's gonna guarantee you stay up? Like I think it's harder for Forrest to go down now than it is like honestly. Yeah. I, I, I just I don't see anyone else put that bottom tree going down because they're all so bad. And I I genuinely think the other seventy well the other probably potential five or six clubs here will be in and around that area will be going. Look, I think we might be alright here if we just fucking stick this fella out and then look again, you're saving yourself money if you can get rid of a fella in the summer and then you're giving yourself time as well. Yeah. I do, yeah. I we don't see them all pulling the panic button, mm. pushing mm. the panic button. And they might, um, they might pull the four, they're four points clear to Luton, who are tour bottom. And like, they should be thinking to themselves, like, obviously, the chairman and the owner and all that. Well, am I banking on Luton getting far more points than the, the squad we have for the rest of the season? Yeah. And I would say, yeah. fucking no. And maybe, 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 maybe they don't pull the trigger because they feel like the bottom three won't pull the trigger. Now, I know Sheffield United have. But I think that's a ludicrous decision of what they've done there. Because they've brought a manager up and given him nothing to play with, a bait but bar the championship side. And now they're sacking them because they're bottom of the Premier League. It was yeah. always going to that, happen. That's just a bit, that's just a bit of feel good to get Wilder back there. Yeah, gone. but Wilder, Wilder was fucked out for more or less the same yeah. thing. You know, sort of way. They were bottom. Yeah, they fucked yeah. out when they were and, bottom. And then you look at Burnley, who I don't think are going to panic over Vincent Company. And then you look at Luton, who are definitely not going to um, panic over their manager. So maybe the other ones around are going, this is just, this is their performances. So we're okay. You know, I think thing, you might be bang on there, Johnny, in fairness. Um, the thing is, only as well is like, it's not like fucking Sam Allardyce used to go into fucking West, West Brom in the last six weeks of a season and with a lot of Grocks championship players that'll just fucking battle it out. Like, Burnley come up playing lovely football and then like company signs a lot of footballers, tricky little wingers in it. Like mm. not fellas you'd probably associate with the grind and, and digging it out and what Burnley are. Like, what sort of manager are you gonna get in now to turn them around now and trying to say, well, we're not playing that type of football anymore now? Like are you just gonna fucking are you just like you're feathering the nest for another fella to come in to do what? So that I just think it it's a very fucking precarious decision to be. Look, it, everything we're a win tonight are out of the bottom three after getting a 10-point deduction. that tell you everything you yeah. need to know. Even yeah. before Christmas, we never look yeah. at fucking angel. Yeah, because the chances are, if you if you can and, pick and up... And they've lost games. 
yeah. since they got it's not like they went on a big fucking run since they've got yeah they were yeah. you know it's always like you it, it's a it's a strange one I'm shocked that we're coming up to Christmas and only one manager is gone. But we've seen this before where fellas just go. Like, just it, it, it all kicks off because it's all muddied around the bottom. Chris Golding says, Cooper, a face that has just got a text saying his local shop has sold out of Monster Munch. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Um, but you know, you know what? Like, you're oh, right with the. Pain, you're right. Now, oil paint, but he is bastard ugly, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh. No, he always looks like someone has done something wrong on him. Do you look at him? Someone beside him just farted. Yeah, no, like, yo, I always look at him and go, someone's done something on him. Do you know what he looks like? Do you know? This is this is my version of it. Do you know if someone, if there's a a bit of a, a decision or a delay on, on a penalty, I'm not sure if someone's going to get the penalty or not, and he's standing there just a bit in disbelief as to what's going on. He just, he looks like he's always being caught up in something and doesn't understand what's actually happening, which is um, brilliant. But you're right, like Forrest are probably looking at this going, if we, like genuinely, I think they've, have they 13 or 14 points? They're probably looking going, if we can get 15 points out of our last 20 fucking three games, we'll be okay. Because I don't yeah. think I don't think any of them bottom three are breaking thirty points, genuinely. I don't think they're breaking thirty points. So like, I think you know, and look, it goes off the back of us telling you everything getting that ten point deduction. It was the perfect time. If it happened last season, forget it. If it happened next season, you could probably forget it as well. But um, look, that's how it goes. Look, we we've we've covered loads of bits where we're talking about the top four and you know just teams hanging around there all over the place. Newcastle beaten, United win, but the they, they look awful when they come up against anyone decent. Spores are beaten again tonight. Um, you know, there's plenty around there. But when you look into the weekend, because there's big games the weekend, um, just to go back to Liverpool, um, you know, <laughs> Shani, I think, I think with this Liverpool one, I think it's the same again. Just get the three points. Just get the three points. We we know yeah. about it in days. We know they're not in good form, but it's an early game at Palace. The fans are always decent. But we'll just get yeah, the three points. You know get them out of the way and move on. I'm delighted it's a half twelve, not a half five. Because mm. it's like a different round that night. I don't know yeah. what it is. It does seem that way. And Palace is the most unbogiest of bogey rounds. We, we've had great results there on that club. I think we've won nearly every game bar one. I think we drew there last year. It was a shy game at this time of year. But it was when we were really fucking vanilla. Like nothing happened. Nothing going for us at this stage last year. We were just shy. We are fucking square pegs, round holes all over the place. Half twelve away the Palace again. I think was, 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 was spoke, spoken to you last night. I think even Palace have gone down the route now. Of, they're not like they used to be. It's not been four big centre halves playing back four, and yeah. then Azar and a Ben Peke or a fucking Glenn Murray, the big rock that. A team that are trying to play football who like, have a few, like Yamanda Kora is out and Eze will be missing. It was a, a, a passion <laughs> player. I don't think that a, they're not, it's not the same prospect anymore as, as going away to Palace. It's not like a fucking, oh, this will be a sticky one. Now, it still might be a sticky one. Never like playing them. But we should have enough. And again, if, look, we're, we're putting the chest out there and giving it the big one about being on the title race. You just have to be going there and winning. It's as simple as, because to be honest with you, if Liverpool had to end up not in a title race, I don't think it's going to be down to the fact that we couldn't be top six sides at home or away or get results. It'll be 
beating them the shite at the bottom of the league away from home, which will kill us, I think, if I'm not to be anywhere near it, because that's what we struggled with last year massively. Away from home, we were fucking terrible last year against the bottom 10. Shocking. Like, that was an anomaly last night, that win. We got away to Sheffield United, like, with the newly promoted side. So, just go and put fucking three points on the board on Saturday early doors, and then, like, Arsenal then having to go to Villa yeah. and winning to retain mm-hmm. top spot is basically saying, like, we're up for you. So, yeah, we're, we were all badly, badly stung about from what happened at Palace all them years ago. Don't need to mention it. Mm. But it's been, dare I say, a plain sailing nearly there every, every, every day since. And I think I've seen someone saying today, I think Alison was back in training today, I believe. Someone, I think. Yeah, they reckon they reckon he'll be back. They're targeting the United game. Um, yeah, we've got gloves and anyway, so he's out doing work. So, yeah. like, but again, Alison and Kelleha, we should have enough yeah. going there on, on Saturday um, and doing them. Like, Keller was good last night, to be fair to him. We give him his yeah, fucking goodness, he, he, he was good. Because yeah, that was a game that they were like they were trying to get a forward and stuff like that. And listen, yeah. obviously, big big save early after Gomez tries his fucking cruise torn the heart by lying the fucking age. Um, big save that. So in fairness to him, listen, he was poor um, against Fulham, but fair and give him his jewels. He 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 done well last night. Yeah, yeah. Centurion says there, like, and I think it's a fair point. He says. Um, three points are three points, but we have to be more defensively responsible. Our risk assessment is deplorable. And I kind of get where he's coming from. Um, because, and I think, I think it goes back to our attitude towards games that we expect to win easily. I kind of agree with him. Um, you know, we, we seem to, like, I, the last thing I want to see is us go 1-0 up against Palace here in 10 minutes and then deciding, oh, we're just going to win this game and then turn into a right battle for 80. That's what I don't want to see. I want to see us going in and going, let's go ahead, then let's put, 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 go two, then make it three, and then we can decide what subs we're making and everything else. But we seem to always want to just let a game kind of drift away from us. And in turn, the game starts to hurt us a bit. Davo, you know, it's an early kickoff. It's, it's one of those where, you know, another fucking early kickoff, sick of them. But, it does give us the opportunity to, to to go top. It gives us a chance to put pressure on it. And as well as that, it's when you think of all this rest time, which we haven't had much of, it gives us that well, yeah, it gives us a break, full yeah. five days before we play away in, in Belgium and then we're back on the Sunday. So it, it is, as much as we don't like the 12.30, it's that couple of hours that, you know, make the difference. And, and you hear about it all the time. Just go and win, Davo. I don't really give a fuck what yeah, happens. Look, just go and it's win. It's fucking, like Shani just fucking say, plus three, that's it. Just fucking get it done. Like they're, in a, they're in a bad run. So what you don't want to be doing there is going there and letting them get an early goal to get the fucking place up and all that. They're struggling. Like they were fucking terrible last night. Terrible. Trump believe a couple of stuff was thrown out in the crowd. I heard him when he was walking off. He's had a go with the fans. We already mentioned he had a go with the young players through them under the bus a couple of weeks ago. They're struggling a little bit. So we just need to foot in the trout, get in, get an early goal. And like you said, Gav, don't do what we done last night. Because listen, we against knew they was against yeah. Fulham. We, 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 yeah, we knew they'd fuck all last night. Like obviously there's bits and bobs and long trolls and stuff like that that can fucking that can hurt you. But we knew in general play they really weren't gonna have nothing. 
But Palace will have a bit of something. Do you know what I mean? They have fucking fellas that can cause you problems. Oyo and Edward and these fellas, I'll say, if you give them a bit of time, a bit of space, they can hoard you. So I'd, I'd, I'd love to fucking get a couple of goals up because if you do and put the game to bed, you make your changes. Towards the night, they can stick out the fucking ladies thing. Right, for all I care. Like, don't be fucking... I, I know it's not going to happen, and we always say it, but... Like, that, like there's very few senior... I think there's very, very few senior players that should even travel. Never mind fucking start on Thursday. Oh, no, so, I can't... I can't. I, I can see him going as light as he possibly can. Yeah, look, um, I just... I like, very, very like... Um, yeah. Like, Pitaloo getting goal and fucking whatnot. You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, look, if Alisson is back fit, it, it'll be Keller, Keller. But, look, it's like... Like you said there, just get a fucking win. We've a great record there. We really do. Like it's I, I, I'm the same. I thought Palace away. Oh fucking hell! It's because of fucking what happened. Yeah. Uh, all them years ago, but we've we've a great record there. So mm. just go and fucking get three points. Right. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Give me a prediction for Liverpool against Palace on Saturday. Go on, Shani. Three one. Davo. Two one. Okay. Liverpool. All right. I'm going four one. The Reds. And I'm, I'm putting Darwin Nunes down for two as well. <laughs> Fuck the Lottius. Uh Right. Um, couple of, <laughs> couple of big games the weekend as well. Um, just quickly on them. Villa Arsenal. Um, Villa toured. Playing really well. We've spoken about them already. Arsenal get away with one a little bit at, at Luton. And as Shawnee says, they seem to be involving themselves in a lot of bleeding mayhem at the moment. And he doesn't feel that that is, is the way forward. But what do we want there with this, I suppose, is is the bigger question. Uh, Villa win all day. Yeah. Yeah. Villa win all day. Way, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I'd happily take a... Yeah, I'll go on. I'll take the Villa win as well. Uh, but what do you think will happen? Because Villa put an awful lot into that game last night. An awful did lot. Did they do? Ah, they did. They put an awful lot into that game, Shawnee. Mm. They never stopped to a man. They never, oh, ever stopped. So did Arsenal, God, from fairness, they had to. Yeah, in a slightly different way, where Arsenal were, were kind of penned looting in for an awful lot of the game. But I think if you if you were to look at the stats, I would say Villa ran an awful lot more than Arsenal ran, and Arsenal played the night before, didn't they? I think, so, I think emotionally for Arsenal, though, getting like that's it. They could be a big come down after fucking like getting that getting that winner. Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, it's all I'm spouting show you here. Like, it's all if buts and maybe. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's Villa, Villa could be bollocks. Arsenal could be bollocks emotionally. It's a, it's a tough game. The one thing I mentioned it when I was on my keep before. The one thing we've done really, really well this year is is make sure of a few good sides at home. And Villa, West Ham, fucking you see, West Ham beating Spurs tonight. We bought that Villa at home. Villa are a very good side, so they're decent sides. These these teams like they're, they're well able to play football and take points off the big boys. So. Um, I, th- I think Arsenal, Arsenal will be in a game Saturday, absolutely. I think, I think it could be a draw. I think it could be a draw. Yeah. Megan McCallion agrees. She says it should be a good game. I fancy a draw. Uh, go on, a draw. What's Gordon? Too well. Yeah, snap. I had the same too well. Shani? Ah, we go for a triple Desmond, will we? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, like, yeah, right, go on. A Desmond. Yeah, Davo loves a Desmond. Two two, um, yeah. Go on two two across the board, but we want Villa to win if one of these teams are um are going to win. Like, Newcastle- uh, that's got, like, again half five Saturday in December, Villa Park. Be bouncing, okay. yeah. bouncing. Yeah, like, no, yeah it's, like, it's a, there's a lot of two twos coming in there. Kieran's the same, John's the same. 
Um, and uh, sorry if I just go back up, there was a couple of positions on Liverpool. Uh, Centurion had three one the Reds. Jono had two one. These had two nil. Avo has four nil. Megan has two nil. Ocean two nil. Richard has two nil. So did Kieran. And Yus just said nine nil because you know why not? Um, I think he's still upset because I told his ma to go away last week when she wanted me to keep the run. Um, but look, that's how it works. Um, swings and roundabouts. Just swings and roundabouts. Um, <laughs> come here, Newcastle beating away, beating away at Everton. Uh, tonight, um, put out the same team I think that played against United, um, and didn't make a sub to the ninetieth minute, which is very fucking weird, especially if your team is, you know, running on empty a little bit. They go to Spurs, um, at the weekend. I'm not too sure the time of the kickoff, but they go to Spurs at the weekend. Um, a big game for both, Johnny. Spurs are on a horrible run, um, a horrible run. Newcastle. We're flying, but that's gonna that's gonna hurt them there tonight. And again, a couple of days in between, and they're back playing sports. Big game for both, isn't it? Because they fan they they'll both fancy themselves going to that top four. But if they keep messing about, the other teams will just pull away from. Them. Yeah, and it's already happening. Like, it, look look at the league. the league table is fucking bottlenecked from three down from toward down. Like you know, like. And it looks like top five is going to get to Champions League this year. So, I, it's a six-pointer in terms of Champions League qualification, I think. Uh, I, you only really hear that fucking saying six-pointer when you're involved in relegation. But I honestly think that it's going to be huge. And I watched sports there tonight. And I have to say, like, I don't know what the crack is. They, don't, they, they look fucking brilliant for 20 minutes in the game. And then... It's like flat out by this. They go behind 2 1 tonight, and then it's yeah, back far on the halfway line again. And I'm just going, like, it's not fucking walking, mate. Uh, I'm not, and I'm not slagging them saying the word, mate, but it's not walking. Like, Ange, for me, I like him. I like them as Celtic, but there's a distinct blade stench of waffle off him the more it goes on. I think he's buying into his own hype a little bit with the whole fucking soundboy thing and he made his bed a little bit with the referees after the Liverpool thing. I don't know. I suppose you'd be in a far better position if he would <coughs> use his head and fucking put men behind the ball when when they were going 1-0 up but still saying they're trying, to, trying the same thing. On the other fucking hand, you don't know what you're going to get with Newcastle but they do look spent. And I think they do, I think the cells went down late tonight as well. Yeah, he pulled up. That's what yeah. one of the subs he made. He brought on um, yeah. Minecraft, I think he brought on, did he? Uh, he's been good for them. Like, I know, like, the cells comes in for a bit, but he's been decent for them this year. He's at the final cell back in the team. But yeah, it's a huge game. It's a fucking huge game. And sandwiched in between that, like, Newcastle will have an eye on midweek as well because they need a result. Yeah, they um, do. Yeah, against they need home to AC Milan, aren't um, and it's going to be pretty poison. Yeah, we were um, talking about managers being under pressure as well. Like, like United, Chelsea, Newcastle, not sports. Like, it can't keep going the way it's going. Yeah, I don't think it can keep going, especially for United and possibly Chelsea. I think, I think Howe has a bit of credit in the bank, but then again, this is a team that's looking to try to take over football um, and make no doubt about it. That's what they're trying to do in whatever way they can. Um, so maybe 
maybe the credit he's built up dwindles quicker than credit other people have in other jobs. Emmett says, Dunner's prediction of the red tops running pictures of orange in a hat with corks hanging from it and kangaroos, etc. is creeping closer. Dunner did say that a couple weeks ago. He said, listen, tell you a couple of weeks, they'll have bleeding him on the top of a didgeridoo and all sorts going on. But, um, yeah, it's, he's just on a terrible run at the minute. Um, he's missing a couple of players, but it's the style of play is, is, is a bit mad. Anyway, predictions. Newcastle away to Spurs. Dabo, go on and give you the first show, isn't it? Newcastle away to Spurs, Eddie. Yeah. Half four uh, on Sunday, I think it is. Half four. I think Spurs will win. I think Newcastle have uh, one away on Milan. Uh, they're fucking blowing Newcastle. Yamanto Brafka is absolutely shocking and goal. Uh, he was very good. Cool. is there. Flash him in. Yeah. He's better than the Brafka anyway, I think. Um, although... Well, no, sorry, maybe the fourth year the carriers for us is better than the Bravka, but not not after Kiev, not the post Kiev carriers. But the Bravka's poor, poor tonight for that first goal. Trippier really poor, gives it away, same with the second goal, but the Bravka has to save the force. And when you see the fucking, when you see when you see where it goes in the net and stuff like that, and he's, he's all over the shop on it. But I think uh, Spores were good. Johnny was right the first 20 minutes. West Ham basically couldn't get out of that bleeding box. They had them penned in. And I don't think Newcastle with all them injuries blowing, I don't think they'll I don't think they'll they'll get past that 20 minute half an hour mark. And I reckon they could be a couple down by then. Right. And then obviously then for Hellwood obviously definitely comes in to pick up poison then because he goes, right, this one's gone. We need to fucking keep an eye on it for uh, I don't know if they're on they're obviously on Wednesday if they're playing Sunday, so they're on Wednesday, so yeah, I think Spurs. I think Spurs will win three one. Okay, Jono has won all. Deezer has won all. Rory reckons Spurs two one. Kev reckons Spurs three nil. Kieran does say Trippier tonight brutal. Yes, I'm fully expecting three to four hours on Sky Sports News breaking down Kieran Trippier's um, performance um, tonight, like they would do with some other right backs uh, that play in that country. Yus uh, has won all, and he has told me that his mother has moved on, which is fantastic news. Um, uh, they both lose 2 nil. says Avo. I'm not too sure that happens, but, uh, and Richard won one he has. Um, look, it's, it's a, uh, I was going to say it's a mad week in the Premier League, but this is what we have to get used to now. Um, there's games coming everywhere. Um, Christmas throws are all over the place because Christmas is on a Monday and then they're probably, you're playing on a Tuesday and like, but Tuesday night as well. And it all goes on like that for about two weeks and then we just get back into Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all that sort of stuff. So it's all good. Jerry reckons 2-1 to Newcastle. Jerry's just going against the grain there. I like it. Um, anything else before we go, lads? Because I'm very conscious Davo's up for walking 20 minutes. So I do like <laughs> to get the little power nap before he goes to walk. But Davo, anything else before we go? Uh, no, not that not that Premier League. I wanted oh. off the top of my head now. Uh, match of the I'll tell you, fucking uh, yeah, the, the punditry after our goal, after our game of match of the day last night. Fucking, oh. what's your man's name? Ashley fucking Williams and Martin Keown. Two stockings, two yeah. absolute fucking stockings. I've seen a couple of really hot takes Keown, on how Virgil van Dijk um, an absolutely yeah, superb bit of defending. And yeah. effing a Koku telling him he's doing it wrong. Effing yeah. fucking a Koku, will you stop the lights, will you? <laughs> Get off the stage. Well, no, well, Keon saying the, 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 the push from uh, Canada was a penalty. Did you ever hear such shite in all your life? Yeah. Like, Keon's mad. Uh, Keon's, Keon's mad. Yeah, look, fair enough, they were Space giving out. It probably is a foul uh, on the owners, but game still wouldn't end up on nothing anyway. That was like the 90. The, the, the only delay 
the game only went on anymore after that was because of the fucking bar check. The time was up and so I was like fucking bite. Yeah. And he only he only played on a couple of minutes extra because of the fucking bar stuff and all that. So the game would have been over. But Keown and fucking Ashley Williams, my God. Yeah. Gee, they, they really were scraping the barrel. That was the fucking... That was like the Kenny Cunningham fucking when you're on uh, RTE, the Kenny Cunningham slot. Oh, Jesus. Brilliant. Yeah. Then you knock on the radio and he's on off the ball and you're like, you just can't yeah. get rid of Kenny here. Will yeah. Kenny ever fuck off? Um, yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. I reckon he's watching a load of Saudi football now. Just and he's he's ringing. He was on Premier Sports last night. Yeah, he's ring. I'd say he's ringing Saudi TV. Going, listen, do you want me to say anything about Fabinho? I'm late, lad. Mm. They're like, who the fuck is this? Anyway, um, Shawnee, anything else before we go? Anything in the Premier League? Would you like to talk about Klopp and the presenter last night? Yeah, fucking. T- Club coming in for a bit of stick, but like he's completely right. Like fucking these little fucking warts in the media can say whatever they want with impunity. And when they challenged the <gasps> like you know, club yeah. scruffed him over last night and he shit his jocks. Yeah. Um and he's getting a bit of stick from him, but look, I don't care. Fergie done that for long enough. Look, people don't like club because he's so good. I'd be worried if they did like him because it'd be like mm-hmm. Ange Postacoglio and everyone loving him. You know, like, yeah. not supposed to love him. You only love Ange because sports are inoffensive and they're not going to do anything to you, really. You know what I mean? It's like people stand to, people love that. They stand to hate now because they might be actually good. Um, yeah. But fucking, I have to say, absolutely, like, I, I don't, like, Emmett and all, I'd be giving Emmett and all a bit of stick about saying, ah, oh, he's a mad into this conspiracy with the kickoff. It's just, it's telly in the way it goes. But when you get little smarmy cunts like that joking about it, like, I'd imagine that rope club up the fucking wrong way completely. But on the other hand, like, that would be something that I'd use in the team talk going into yeah. Saturday. Going, look at mm-hmm. all these cunts come out here and just yeah. fucking shout it now that it doesn't matter when you put us on, we're going to do the business. But, uh, yeah. Uh, light a fucking uh, candle for your man off Amazon and light one off for poor Joey Barton as well because his head's gone. Oh, yeah. Hunt. Yeah. He's yeah. on Someone's visiting. Someone's visiting. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want to see the line up on him. They want He's a fucking, he's a header, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Why, why, like, why you'd come out, put yourself through all that fucking hell, like. I know, yeah. But, like, yeah, going back, going, <coughs> going, back to, going back to the club, he, he's proven right all the fucking time with this stuff. Like, yeah. It's not as if he's coming out with this show and it's all point in the sky. Like, the reason United ran at 7 o'clock on BT last Wednesday is directly down to Jurgen Klopp fucking letting Des Kelly have it. And the rules change and that if you're away in Europe on a Wednesday, you will not be fucking playing at half 12 on, on, on a Saturday. Yeah. And obviously, BT have that slot. That game changed. Same way with us and City at all yeah. because Sky had the four slot and the copper set up about the half 12. So, yeah. like, that's the reason United had fucking seven and a half more hours to prepare. Now, it didn't matter because they were fucking Melodium. railroaded, right? And they were terrible. But the point stands, they'd have been, if United were picked for that, which they were for that BT, and it was a half 12 slot, and they were after being in Galatasaray, everyone that fans would have been on Twitter pissing the fucking mouth. Yeah. And like, bringing, fuck, bringing up Klopp. That comes directly from fucking Klopp and there's Kelly. Yeah. So again, look, the man has been proved fucking. And that little bollocks, man. Kelly, by the way, that little bollocks was the fella on the pitch after we beat Barcelona 4 0, yeah. wasn't he? Mm. Wasn't he? Well, he, was, yeah. he was knocking lumps off Carlo Vardman, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was. was in this hole. 
Ah, oh, listen, yeah. I, I don't know. I used to hate him. I think I'm a bit more annoying from that. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, fuck him. I don't like him. Uh, but anyway, Emmett does say Kenny Cunningham is on Premier Sports at this particular moment in time because that's all he says all the fuck. We're, we're after we're after pulling a serious Emmett there, and you were saying we didn't have anything else to, to say. Yeah, yeah. Then saying, saying no, I'm not at all. No, fucking no, no. twenty minutes pull, later, we're still going. But um, no, my thing with the, my thing with Klopp is, is that like your man was trying to make a name for himself, and Klopp like just goes looks at him and says, "What are you fucking talking about?" and Klopp is the one that started all this, and Solskjaer, funny enough, is the one that backed him yeah, um, backed most. Him, yeah, yeah. And now we're all now they're all kind of, and straight away the tribalism comes in. Oh look at him! Um, like I've seen people on 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 online going, you know what? The the, the mask slips every so often with Jurgen Klopp. He's everyone loves him. He's the nice guy, but it slips. And I'm kind of going. You clearly haven't watched Jurgen Klopp because he just says what he thinks, and he always has fucking says. It's just you think. But the funny thing is, if your man had said that to him and he would have went, oh, yeah, yeah, and backed away from me, oh, they have him rattled again. You know, so you can't win. But anyway, um, the next time you should just give him a bleeding dick. Hand the fuck yeah, but here, and just the last fucking, very last thing, he's after fucking, McAllister got bleeding, ripped from fucking side of the knee to do a side of the knee with the stud, had to go off injured, and, and Matip's after doing his ACL, so like, he's obviously not in great form, you know no. what I mean? So, like, don't be fucking trying to be his mate on yeah. telly because I'm looking for a few laughs and stuff like that. Like, he's yeah. and like, he'll obviously have Klopp will be he's been vocal before about looking after the players and the amount of games and so he'd, he'd been he'd have been in the height of it anyway, whether, yeah. whether even when it was going oh, so, yeah. The same fuckers will be beating him with a stick when he sends the fucking 16s out to Belgium next week, yeah, yeah. and it's just like the competition and all, yeah, like. Do you remember it's he used to do this thing where if we if Liverpool didn't make five subs every week, people got upset with Klopp who wanted mm. five subs. Do you remember that? Well, it wasn't him, was it? There was a bit of sort of, I know, they were a complete fucking Emma on it now. Yeah. Wasn't it him turned around and he said, uh, I hope Wilder is happy with his three subs and his zero points. Yeah. yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah, 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 something like that. But this happened where, where Klopp went, we should just have five subs. Nine on the bench, five subs. Like, And they were like, no, no. And eventually they done it. And then every game where Klopp didn't make five subs, look, he's asking for five and he's not even making them. Like, no, that's, that's not the saying. point. What's all your points? So he's fucking always right. He's always right. Anyway, he's finished. Oh, definitely finished now. Definitely. 100%. I'm not finished. He's only 25. Yeah. <laughs> remember that Anthony Amy that was yeah. a classic Anthony Amy absolutely you can play with Scotland now he's finished he's not finished he's only 25 <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely loved it um, there's commiserations to Emma actually by the way lost out to um, uh, lost out on his employee of the month there today to your woman what was her name <laughs> Uh, commiserations to him. It was a big thing from his, his picture was lovely on the poster, but it didn't it didn't happen. But look, best of luck next month, Emma. We'll all be rooting for you. Speech into the bailers hair, bro. She was for the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Emma, he got a fucking boat barrels this morning on the ten o'clock show. It was fucking amazing. Uh, but tomorrow, two member shows tomorrow, ten o'clock, the thirty, uh, where we do thirty minutes, ten of about football, twenty plus of just random stuff. Today, Emma and and. 
Garmack got it absolutely like both barrels for 25 minutes. Join us tomorrow morning where we do another version of um, the Telegram Chronicles where I just read through the Telegram members group of what they're talking about and I'm dramatising. It's it's better than Fair City, I'm telling you. I'm, I'm putting it out there. And at 10 o'clock tomorrow night, um, which we might move to 9, just letting you know, it's uh, episode 4 of the title and we look back on the nineteen twenty season and we do about eight games. I'm not too sure what we're up to at the moment, but that that will be me and Chris tomorrow night. Um look, it's been a brilliant show. The Premier League is absolutely flying at the minute. There's gonna be barrel loads of it coming at you in the next four weeks as they try to get about twelve fixtures into like four weeks at mayhem. But we'll be here for it. We'll um react to it every week and Liverpool are gonna win at the weekend. I'm just letting you know. Davo, it's been a pleasure. Shawnee, the same. Cheers. Everyone in the chat, it's been an absolute pleasure. Talk to you soon. Over and out. Sports Social Podcast Network.